that we did on Facebook Live in 2018. And uh, it's a very interesting song because it's, um, it's kind of like a, like a heartbreak 
uh, you know, your lover left you song. Um, and so basically, Josephine Electric, my alter ego, who is the lead singer of, of Family like that goes to pay, is talking how you put a, her lover put a wanton hex on their love. And it's kind of idea that, you know, uh, Josephine's a ghost. She's a phantasm. And, you know, she fell in love with, like, a witch or a warlock. She doesn't really care what sex, you know, she, she goes with. She's kind of, she's bisexual. And and this person, in fact, is a, is a woman that she had an affair with. And she feels like the person wasn't being honest. And they kind of just threw away the whole relationship because of a, of a tiff or, uh, you know, a, a minor argument so say that there was say you're you're connected to somebody and um you know they they miss they miss a date they they, they stand you up they missed uh, an appointment and then you get upset so you kind of you, you you go and you you disconnect your facebook because you're mad so you you basically you know you, 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 you delete like a message stream on facebook you like you unfriend them and you're pissed off and you want to create like a reaction well the person goes and decides because of that one thing they're going to just drop you and not deal with you again ever and it seemed like if that person said that they really loved your music and they loved the, 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 the you as a friend the, how could they just break it up because there's you know why don't you just have a discussion why don't you have an argument why, why don't you talk out what has been upsetting you? And this person really, I think it was because we had some conversations where I went into some things and it, it, the person wasn't being honest. The person uh, was, was basically didn't, didn't like the fact that I was talking about the whole idea of Josephine Electric and how she is, you know, bisexual and how you could go kind of, you know, multiple ways with your sexuality and maybe that caught this person off guard and they didn't like it and they're actually a more religious person than they let on and so they weren't being fully honest and then it made them upset and then, then they were find, trying to find a way to break out of the situation and you know there was a whole you know maybe you don't know about it but it, it was just a very painful situation because the person kind of drew Josephine in and made her feel that there was something there that they had kind of flirted with Josephine. They had kind of shown, said that they were like, you know, her biggest fan. And then suddenly they were so easily able to just drop the whole thing. And that, that hurt a lot. And so this, this song comes from a lot of pain. And I'm kind of crossing between like what happened to me and what happened to Josephine figuratively, figuratively, but it's, it, we, we did this through Facebook Live. We used the Roland Go mixer. We connected our um, our, uh, our Japanese uh, 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 <laughs> Zoom R24. I'm driving my Uber. So you, like for those of you that don't want to hear this kind of noise and stuff, um, become a supporter and help us out so we don't have to Uber. Um, I'm stuck in a traffic jam, so I decided to um, do this, this this call today for this podcast. But it's just you know, it's just 
it's interesting. You know, I've, I've got 18,000 listeners, and I only have one official supporter. So I'm just kind of putting out there again, if, if the fans who like to go to listen to the show, if you could support us at the $1, the three, the $4.99, or the $9.99, if you could do it one time and then drop it off. You don't have to. You could subscribe and then, you know, cut the subscription. We're looking for some support. We we did have to take down our Landar tracks, and um, you know we had had those out there for a long time. We're in between jobs, and you know we we couldn't keep our Landar subscription up. There's a bunch of bunch of music that we put out through Landar. It's probably over 300 songs that now are not on Spotify or Tidal or any other platforms. We do have all of our Bentley and Mojo heads material and our SoundCloud material, but a lot of our Landar stuff is now down and taken down uh, and in the process of being taken down. So if those of you that like the ghost and like to be able to listen to us, please become a supporter. Uh, you know, this is not a plea, but, you know, please check it out. It would be very helpful if we could get $40 is what we're looking for. We still need like four people at $9.99 and, you know, Probably 40 people at at the, um, or 20 people at the no, 40 people at the one dollar level. Um, probably a little bit more than that because I don't think they give me the full percentage. They'll probably double that. But you know we have 18,000 folks listening since 2018, so we could get you know 100 people to donate uh, at some level. That would be very helpful to get our music back on uh, the streaming service. Again, with this song, it, it was a Facebook live performance. We like to do live electronic music because we had talked about it before. There's a documentary about um, Moog where he talked about how, you know, music, his instruments are meant to be played live, not kind of like the way things are done today where a lot of things are pre-recorded and run through a CDJ and electronic music. Electronic music really goes back to, like, you know, Keith Emerson, the experimentation of uh, the, the people in New York City using the original modular modes and some other synths that were the first synths out there, with theremins, things like that, and uh, Model 1s, Model 2s, and Model 33s and 55s, and later the mini modes. But the original, like, um, uh, modular uh, modes didn't even have didn't necessarily have keyboards. The original electronic musicians they use the the, the, the the actual hardware workflow on these modular synths to create, you know, the bells and whistles and pops and things that you are kind of associated with how, with um, electronic music. But we like to do a lot of um, strange modulation, what we call it, or expansive sound, with our analog synth, and then combine a digital synth like a Juno GI to play a piano. So we played a piano live on this track. We didn't wear our, our get-up. We actually have a video of this that's on our YouTube. We've been putting um, like little snippets of it on our Instagram. What we do on our Instagram is we put little snippets of, of videos that we create with different tools on our iPhone. We use a bunch of different apps to create visuals that we create our own visuals uh, with these apps from photos that we take or photos that we manipulate, or art that we take and manipulate, and then um, create visual expansive art that goes with a visual expansive sound. So we're thinking at one point that we're going to put together an art book 
and uh, you know put it out on our WordPress or our Facebook site, sell it. Um, in addition, we're we're thinking that when we do live shows, that we'd like to have some of our visuals actually go behind us. But when we get back to the song, it was a Facebook live song. We used a roll and go mixer, hooked up to the R24 to have a good you know, like line from our soundboard, which is the R24, right to the net. And we actually took that recording and brought it into Landar and, um, you know, mastered it. And then it actually was published as one of our Spotify recordings. It was like an album, but now it's been taken down. We do have the SoundCloud version of it, which we actually put on to an Anchor episode, this episode. So you can listen to the MP3 of this for free on Anchor. Uh, we'd also ask you to listen to it on SoundCloud. Uh we are very excited about our Bentley records, which are out there, and they, they, they're doing well. We're also excited by our Mojo Head records. We still have some personal demons to betray, uh, which is our EP that we put out, which has a remix by Buzzy, which is doing very well. Uh, the remix is actually doing a little bit better than the original recording, but, you know, that's why you collab. That's why we've done collaborations in the past to try to open up the music. We're in the process of trying to see if we can get a song, Dark of the Night, which we bleed on a on a on a playlist on Spotify. I think it's actually going to get accepted. We're also, you know, working toward doing some more Facebook live shows. We've been Ubering so much we haven't been able to do them, so we've been republishing older ones so that people can see what we did. Josephine Electric is now on Day Flash. Uh, and she's been putting up a bunch of art uh, from from the ghost from Peg. So check out Day Flash. There's a Family Electric Ghost uh, user that we've got a lot of stuff up on uh, Day Flash, and we also have a lot of stuff on uh, Josephine's site that we just started. Well, not a lot. We probably have like a handful, under 10 photos that we put up. We're probably going to be mirroring some of the photos that are on the Expansive Sound uh, or Phantom Electric Ghost site on Day Flash. We would like everybody that we're going to get look into creating, uh, updating our Patreon. We haven't really touched our Patreon in about a year so that we can get things like paying our land RP, uh, seeing if we can get people to send us to NAM so that we can do a podcast about, you know, doing a build in the, in a workshop. Cause we, we've seen that, um, loop pop, uh, goes to, to, to uh, the Mograst every year, and he gets his Patreon supporters to have him do an episode of his YouTube show where he talks about how he, you know, built. But he didn't this year. He he looked at the Spectra of uh, vo- voice or Spectra Vox, uh, which is the, the the custom Moog that was at the workshop this year, which is a is a vocoder and a full analog path vocoder. Uh, that has like uh, a very interesting um, uh, variable state filter that that like has like multiple filters. It's got multiple filters, like it's a multi-filter uh, system, which is very different from mode. We don't usually see that. Well, you see variable state filter on the mode one. They do have it. I think the Matrix does have the capability of variable state or state variable. Um, so they're, they're branching out from the original Minimog ladder filter into state variable filters, which I think um, Sonic State would be very happy about that because uh, they were always kind of pushing Moog to, to do more than just a ladder filter. 
and now they've done that uh, with the matriarch and they've done that with the mug one again we think the brightest um, scent at the actual um, fest that they had this year um, uh, now I'm forgetting it um, there was a big uh, thing in Germany they, you know, now my mind is like blank but um, there's a big festival um, that is done every year and now I'm totally spacing on it but everybody knows what I'm talking about where the, the um, instrument that we're really interested in is, is the Super 6 and it's from UDO now UDO at Superbooth 2019 UDO um, Super 6 is an amazing um, synth that uses uh, the new FGTA uh, uh, chips that allow you to do, I think what, what Roland's been doing, what they call is analog modeling circuit behavior. It allows you to take like a chipset and actually uh, use it to replicate analog almost exactly, but then also have the ability to do things that you can't do with an analog synth. Um, different type of workflows that are not possible with analog um, and so this is a very hands-on not for function synth similar to the structure of a Jupiter 8 or 6 or what we see with profit synths with that kind of hardware flow we've even seen it with um, which I think is Roland's best um, not for function modern synth which is uh, the um, system 8 it's just that this this the UDO actually is got more of a nod to the Jupiter six and eight than the than, than the actual system eight because um, it actually has a look and feel that looks a lot like a Jupiter six or Jupiter eight or even a Juno one hundred six and a lot of people have been dying to see that we've seen Behringer uh, put out their Deep Mind which has somewhat of that structure but not quite. Uh, it's kind of a Juno uh, 106 structure, but it, it doesn't have the look and feel that this UDO has. And this UDO Super 6, we think, I think, is one of the most amazing strengths I've seen in a long time. I'm torn between it again and, and the Moog Matriarch. Because the Matriarch is, is a beast. You know, the Matriarch is, is, a, is a great synth. It's a four oscillator synth. We haven't seen Moog create something like that. You know, even going back to the um, to the memory vogue, I think it only had three oscillators. So this is the first time you know they put out a machine like this, and it's a two thousand dollars synth with four oscillators, and it's a it's a you know it's a fully mod it's a semi modular, kind of based on the grandmother, kind of you know taking from like the, the mother thirty two, the DFAM, then you have the grandmother, now you have the matriarch. The matriarch is the top of the line. Uh, it it's got a lot of capability that draws from the Model 55. Uh, it draws from the bucket brigade uh, delay pedals, where it's full analog delay. And it's paraphonic, which means you can do four voice, four fingered playing on this machine, uh, which, you know, if you can't afford an $8,000 Moog 1 or $9,000 Moog 1, you finally get a, a, not a polyphonic, but a paraphonic multiple voice uh, mode, which people have been screaming for forever. And I know the grandmother can do paraphony. It can do maybe you know, two, two um, if, I, if I understand. 
and even like uh, if you go back to a sub 37, I think it can do like duo phonic. Uh, but this is four note. Now we know if we go back to the UDO, I mean that's a 12 voice machine, and you know out there today there's 16 voice machines like the Mode One, there's 16 voice machines like the Court Prologue, and and the in the Rev Two, and the Prophet X. So there's, there's, you know, there's, you know, they have the OB6, which is more of a six voice, and uh, the proper six, like I said, they got a six voice. So you can find some pure analog sound out there in the Behringer D mine is a great machine. But I think with the sounds that you want to generate as, as an expansive sound player, which I think anybody that's doing expansive sound, be somebody that's using that modular sense, they're trying to do a lot of experimentation or they're using analog sense like an OB6 or like a Rev2 or Prologue or Moog, any of the Moogs that are out there. They're, they're trying to do what Emerson, like a Palmer and, you know, Genesis and, you know, any of the great, uh, you know, progressive rock, art rock bands. They're trying to continue that. And, you know, their bands that do that, uh, you've got Radiohead, you've got Wilco, you got Magua, you got The Cure is still out there, um, that are still pushing that type of synthesis, which I, you know, I prefer that type of synthesis uh, compared to those using soft sense and using the computer-based sense, which I don't really have a lot of love for because I like the hands-on feel of using controlled voltage or not for function on a real sense with a real keyboard. Um, it's a choice. I understand there are those, just like in hip-hop, that aren't technical musicians that like to be able to use the computer to, to construct, and I would say those are producers, and there's some great producers. You go back to Bomb Squad, you go back to original hip-hop producers that weren't musicians per se, in terms of they didn't play guitar, they didn't play bass, they didn't play keyboard, but they became great producers. So there's nothing wrong with being a great producer. I just think that with all these great, the resurgence of hardware sense in the last five years, it kind of is it's bad if you don't use the hardware sense and you use the software sense. Because the, the hardware sense out there have such a character that it really brings a lot, of, a lot to your palate and what you can do as a musician, so I, that's my soapbox. Uh, if you want to have a clearer uh, sound to this podcast, so I don't do it while I'm on the road. Again, you know, you want to hear our, our songs uh, back on Spotify. Like the 300 songs are going to get taken off. Um, help us get our $39 fee to get back all of our material from Lander back on all the streaming services. You know, become a supporter at one. 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. Check it out. It's on. The, if you check out our Anchor podcast, you see there's a link to do that. Please check on it. It's a it's it's, it's a it's a valid link. You're not going to get hacked. You can support us with the credit card. That'd be really cool. We don't like you know begging for money, but if you could check us out, that'd be really cool. Thank you very much.